Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, gorgeous humans. How are you? Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am your host, Evie, and I am so excited to be here, so delighted to be bringing you another beautiful episode, and this one is an interview with one of my gorgeous friends and fellow coaches, Taryn Bolt. Taryn is the business wizard behind The Social Bolt. She supports her clients to share their magic and create wildly abundant offers, booked up launches and magical content through her one-to-one business coaching and her programs, The School of Content Wizardry and Become a Launch Wizard. And in the process, she's built a six-figure business based around the things that she loves and being authentically Taryn in the process. Taryn works alongside her marketing manager, Ned, her eight-year-old border collie, and together they love to curl up on the couch with a glass of red wine in hand and watching Harry Potter. I love that intro. (laughs) As you can see, Taryn is an incredible human, and I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode. There was a whole lot of imming and ahhing from me on my end as I'm like agreeing and just loving all of the stuff that Taryn and I are talking about today. So we're talking about how to create content that converts. We go behind the scenes a little bit into Taryn's journey into business, which is so fascinating. She shares not one, but three quotes that are just so inspiring and really talks about some of the key struggles that she sees with new business owners, especially around creating content and showing up online. We also talk about how to create content that's authentic and aligned to you, your business and your brand and how to how to really go about this in a way that's really supportive for you and celebrates your authentic magic. There is so much juiciness in this podcast episode that I know that you will just love. So stay tuned and without further ado, here is the one and only Taryn Bolt. Welcome, Taryn, to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and for this conversation today. Oh, so am I. I'm very excited and honored to be here as a guest today. Amazing. Can you start us off before we dive into the conversation with a dose of inspiration and tell us your favorite quote and why? So for me, I am very much inspired by the work of uh, Tracy Spencer um, and my quote comes from her book, Rock Your Light. In fact, I had a hard time choosing my favorite one. So I wrote down my three favorites, but I feel like the one I feel most called to share, um, I guess it also speaks to a lot about me as a human and a business owner. Um, and that's if you want to go big with your light work, then go big at being you. Um, and it's something that I've learned along my business journey, I'm sure we'll touch on today, but just about the importance of 
being yourself and showing up as your authentic self. And I know this is like a something that you support your clients with as well. So I feel like that was one that really stood out to me. Um, but yeah, so that that would be my my uh, quote chosen quote. I love that. I haven't actually heard that quote before, but I, you're so right. I wholeheartedly believe that and teach that. And I think that's so important in business and in life, but yeah, definitely with business. Yeah. Um, can I know the other two? I want to hear all three now. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Cause be they're greedy? all, yeah, they're all um, very big, like pivotal pieces for me, I guess, lessons as well along the way. Yeah. So one is that I really speak about a lot and, you know, if, people have worked with me before they'll know I speak a lot about all of these topics so the second one is fear won't move until you do so get moving which is a big thing is that the best antidote I think to fear is to actually to do the thing to move through it um, and you know remove that fear is by doing Um, so that's a big one for me and a big thing in business because you know you're often scared of doing certain things but once you've done them you realize oh actually look look I did it it's amazing like it wasn't that hard so that's a a, another one that um, I definitely rely on Um, And the third one is, um, which I find very relevant uh, to the online space these days, is that be in your light work for life, not just for the likes. And I think it's about like your impact in your business and your life. It's not about how many likes you get on social media. Um, And it's very easy to get caught up in that and to focus on that vanity metrics or look at that the likes number and say that you know your worth is based on you know how many likes you got in your last post but in reality it has little to do with that or it has nothing to do with that in fact and just thinking about the people that you impact with your work um, and the impact you want to have in your life um, is more important than you know worrying about uh, you know how many likes you get on your post so that's another big one um, that yes it's very important Yes, yes, yes. Oh, such juicy quotes. I love all of them. And so related to, yeah, to this conversation today, I feel like in business in general as well. So yeah, thank you for sharing all those. I feel, <laughs> I feel naughty, like breaking my own rules and like letting you have three quotes. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I just like, it was so hard to even narrow it down to three. And I was like, we'll just go with what feels good. And now I've just kind of broken the rules, of course. Yeah. <laughs> love it oh they're so good thank you so much for sharing that so I would love for you to share a little bit more about who you are what you do and how you came to do this work for the listeners if they are new to your work new into your world yeah so this is I'll try and keep this as concise as possible because I know it is a little bit of a long story but basically my business is the social bolt and I created it and started as a virtual assistant and social media manager about three years ago. Um, And I did that because um, I graduated from with a master's in marketing. um, And at the time when I graduated, there wasn't any jobs around. And I was also uh, 33 or 34. So I wasn't new to working. Um, I just decided it'd be a good idea to go back to uni when I was 31 um, to get my master's in marketing because that's what the career I wanted to go in. Um, and when I fit when I graduated, I couldn't get a job. 
uh, no one would give me a chance um, because I didn't have the marketing experience. I had the working experience, but I didn't have that marketing experience to get those marketing jobs. And I decided that um, I could take a huge, huge pay cut and start from the bottom, or I could maybe, you know, create my own opportunity to create my own business. And I mean, the, the biggest uh, reason I wanted to do that is because um, I have a nine-year-old border collie. Yes, I have a dog that I love uh, the most in the world. And I always wanted to be a stay-at-home dog mum. So being able to create a business that, um, I guess, made me be able to stay home as a stay-at-home dog mum and also support amazing humans and, you know, do it my way was such a big, like, you know, just really desirable for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to jump in. And fast forward to three years later, I'm no longer a virtual assistant and social media manager. Um, I am a business coach and my specialty is in content and launching. Um, so yeah, basically that's long story short of how I am here speaking to you today. I love it. I love it. And I, isn't it cool how I just think that's so inspiring. Like the, you've literally created the role, the job, the business that really one played to your strengths that you really wanted to do and gave you the lifestyle that you wanted. Like even when you were looking externally, like it just didn't exist. And so you created it yourself. I think that's so so empowering and so inspiring. Yeah, I think it he- definitely helped. I was a little bit older so that I yeah. just was very clear on what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I I didn't want to be starting from the bottom, taking like a massive, massive pay cut and kind of working my way up mm. because I knew that like I had experience and knowledge and expertise in certain areas. It's just that people couldn't see that outside of the like job description. So it was kind of like creating that for myself, which like you said, it is pretty cool when I think about it. Sometimes I'm like, why do I do this to myself? But then when, <laughs> but then when you say that, you're like, actually, I've created all of this myself, like from yeah. that decision. That's so cool. So empowering. Yeah. yeah. And can I ask what you did before you decided to go back to uni for marketing? I'm so, curious. Yeah, originally when I graduated high school, I actually studied sports management. And so when I graduated there, like it was hard because there wasn't, again, there wasn't jobs because in sports management, it's not like you graduate and you're like a doctor or a dentist or a specific profession. It's like there's a big scope for things. And at the time there wasn't many jobs, the same thing, but I was like, I need to work. I need to make money. So I got an office job um, and I was doing admin and, you know, in a small country town because that's where I'm originally from. And I worked there for, I think it might have been 10 years, but then I was like, I feel like there's something more for me. I feel like I'm not meant to sit in an office in a small country town my whole life and work until I'm 60 or 70 and then retire. I don't see that as my what's going to happen for me. I didn't know what that looked like, but at the time, um, you know, when I'd studied sports management originally, I liked marketing. And at the time, social media was starting to become a thing, like 
businesses and brands were starting to use it as a way to um, build their business and connect with their communities and, you know, make sales and all the things. And I like that. I, I thought that sounded fun. And so I was like, I'm going to go and study marketing and I want a job in social media. And, you know, I was like, I think that I'm probably pretty old school and thinking that I needed a degree to help me do that. But in hindsight, I would say, actually, I didn't really need the degree to do this. I've pretty much taught myself most of the things I know. Um, but at the time, that was my decision to quit my job, move back to the city, which is Perth, where I live, and um, go back to uni whilst also working full-time doing admin as well. So, yeah, it was now That's I think back, yeah, and <laughs> now I look back and think, and then also then I kind of started my business on the side as well. So mm. at the time I was working full-time, studying full-time and, like, thinking about building my business, you know, part-time as well so that's why I decided to go back to uni is because I just felt like there was something different for me something more for me and that was something I enjoyed at the time yeah so cool thank you so much for sharing that I always find it really fascinating hearing people's journeys into what they do and just the realities of it and that how often there's like so many different moving parts to it or we're juggling multiple jobs or commitments and yeah that we still make it work and yeah, it sounds like this was absolutely what you were meant to be doing all along anyway. Um, yeah. It's just yeah, interesting to get you there. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, it's great to hear as well in that, like, it's a long story. It's a lot. Yes. This has spanned over many, many, many years and it's nothing happened overnight. And that's something I speak to a lot is I'm very big on that is just really things don't happen overnight with a you know wave of your wand a snap of your fingers like it takes work it takes time and you know if I mapped out all of the things that have happened over a long period of time it's easy to look at and be like oh Taryn has been in business for three years and like has made all this money and works with all these clients and that's what we look at but actually when you break it back down you can see well actually Taryn you know went to uni got a degree it didn't work out so she went and got she worked and then she went back to uni again. So it's just yeah. a lesson in things do take time and that there's no story that is literally like, you know, I created my business and I made a million dollars overnight. Like yes. it does, it doesn't quite work like that. I wish it did, but it's definitely not that way for me. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And so much, there's so much goodness and growth that happens in the journey, even if it doesn't always feel comfortable or exactly where we want to be. Like, I just think that we all, we're all on our own journey in different timelines and, and that's okay. And it's just about like embracing where you're at and continuing to have the vision and moving towards it. Even if it's, even if it's slower than perhaps you want it to be like, yeah, things do take time. That's such a good lesson and, and reminder for everyone. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So good. So good. I'm loving this conversation already. We're only a few minutes in. This is great. <laughs> so let's talk a bit more about your specialties, about content. So as a content wizard, Taryn, what would you say um, like around the, the vitalness of like creating content, putting yourself out there, whatever that looks like, social media or not, why, why do you think it's such a crucial part of business? Well, I think it's like uh, there's no getting around it. I know that content is not everyone's cup of tea and they don't love it 
but it's essential for your business because you might have a business and you might have offers, but if people don't know about it, they don't know about you, then and they're not buying from you, then you don't have a business. And mm. content is basically how you communicate with your people, with your community, about your offers, about you, about how you can impact their life, like how you can change their life so that they feel confident um, and they trust you enough to buy from you. So without content, you know, and without putting yourself out there and sharing about your offers, yourself, your business, all of the things, like you don't actually have a business. So, Mm. you know, I know that content is one of those things that people sometimes you love it or you loathe it, maybe somewhere in between, but it's just so essential for you, for your business. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just goes to, to say about like anything in, in the marketing realm is like, people don't know about you unless you tell them about you, <laughs> you lots know, we've got to, yeah, lots of times. Yeah. And we've got to be, yeah, we've got to be showing up and putting ourselves out there in many different ways and maybe just with online business and now with social media and the different platforms that we have available to us, it just looks slightly different to perhaps what it used to look like in, an old school business, I want to say, you know, in more traditional business models. Um, would you agree there? A hundred percent. And I think it, it's, it's easy to get caught up in like, oh, social media is annoying me today. It's just always changing. But at the end of the day, it's actually free. It's a free tool mm. that helps you build a community, connect with your community and sell your offers for free. And, you know, previously businesses would have to do things like, taking out you know like billboards or like advertisements like in the the paper or like and if you think about especially in online space like you're walking around with a way to connect with your community instantly in your pocket on your phone like you can connect with people you know all over the world in whenever you like and I know that that brings a lot of overwhelm and sometimes the, the the negative side of that but I always like to try and think about what content has allowed me to do and how it's helped me build my business, connect with amazing humans like all over the world and, you know, work with them as well. So it's it's just easy to remember that it's just times have changed and I laugh now because, you know, like I said, when I was thinking about doing marketing, social media wasn't even that much of a thing like I don't think stories existed like reels definitely didn't exist like all of these different elements about social media didn't exist back then it was just Mm. kind of chucking a picture up and like you'd get guaranteed heaps of likes which you know I know sounds like a great thing but it's evolved everything evolves and it's like okay how can I use these tools these free tools to help me grow my business yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, just flipping the perspective on it and remembering the like crazy benefits that we have that is just literally at our fingertips, which is wild when you put it in perspective like that. Only just a few years ago, yeah. still in our lifetimes, it looked very, very different. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was, it might've been a simpler time, but you know, it's, that's what happens. Like lots of people have online businesses, more people are online and especially in the last two and a half years, like even more people are online and starting their business. So of course things are going to change and evolve. Like you wouldn't expect to be the same human as you were like five, 
you know, even probably a year ago, you've evolved and changed. So, um, yeah, just looking at it from that way and just the opportunities that it allows you to have, um, yeah, just it can be a really great tool. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And I was just going to add in one more little thing that was just popping up for me is just if we ever stuck in that mindset of like, oh, Instagram is changing and all of the, the annoying parts of it, perhaps, is just remembering that, you know, we don't own these platforms and, you know, they're, they're a rented space almost and that, yeah, we do have to play to their their algorithm or their rules, so to speak, but that doesn't necessarily need to stop us. It just means that we need to get clever about it and, you know, be, I can't say the word, pivoting or tweaking our content. Um, Yeah. So that it's going to be delivered in a really good way based on what the platform's doing. Yeah. And look, I'll hand on my heart say Instagram drives me insane sometimes and I get frustrated (laughs) with it too. So I know like, as someone who specializes in content, it drives me insane. Yes. But I think that's a great thing to remember as well is that content isn't just social media. And I would never advise anyone to put all their eggs in the social media basket. So content is like so many different ways and so many different channels um, and platforms that you can use. So don't think that just because you know, you have to be on Instagram and that should be your only strategy. There's so many other ways that you can create content and share content and do all of the things we've talked about. So Mm. just remembering that, you know, you don't have to put all all your focus there. Um, There's, you know, so many other ways of creating content and sharing content for your business. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Working in this space and supporting clients in this area, what do you see are some of the common struggles in those earlier stages of business and around, you know, content showing up online? Yeah, I I think um, a lot of it is when you're starting out is to compare yourself to other people who are further ahead of you or like, you know, in terms of business years. So it'd be easy for you to go on social media if you're starting out in your first year of business and look at my content and think, I wish mine was like Karen. But I'm that's my content. You never want to be like anyone else. And you shouldn't be trying to compare yourself to other people because that's a slippery slope. And what will happen is then you'll be like, you'll fall down the that that slope of thinking, why do I bother? Oh, I've got nothing important to say. That person said it before. And then you won't show up and then you won't share your content. And the impact that that has on your business is, well, you don't have a business because you don't, people can't see you and you are not, you know, you don't have clients and you're not growing your community. So it's that real, you start going on there for an innocent little scroll to see what's happening. And next minute you've decided, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> I'm never showing up again. But then, you know, you think about the impact that has. So try it when you're starting, you just have to put your blinkers on. It's great to get inspiration from other people but you don't want to be like copying other people or trying to be like anyone else Mm. so I think it's just about really finding out your as I would say unique blend of magic like what do you want to be known for what do you want to talk about online and then really just putting those blinkers on and 
don't compare yourself to anyone else. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Something that I often share with clients is, and I don't know if you resonate with this, is like when I came into the coaching world, I started following all the coaches online and be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then you think that everyone is a coach online and you're just like, who am I to, to do this? And yeah, you get into that comparisonitis spiral, right? And so I often recommend for people to actually do a big cull of people on, you know, followers basically, and maybe just select one or two that are really key expanders for you that act as inspiration, but then the rest can kind of go and that we do that with love, um, knowing that you can always reconnect with those people, of course, but just, I think sometimes that can help us have those blinkers on, like you say, stay in our own lane, not get caught up in what other people are doing or realize that, you know, that, that perception that everyone's doing it and that's, you know, an oversaturated market or whatever, and actually just focus on ourselves and building our own unique brands. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. And also like just remembering that you get to make, as with anything in your business, you get to make content creation as fun or as hard as you choose. And you actually get to choose what your online landscape looks like. So the people that you're following, the people that you're engaging with, all those things, is you can go and mute people like so that you don't mm-hmm. see their stories or their content. You still follow them. They'll never know. Like you could just blame the algorithm and say that, oh, I could, didn't see your stuff because of the algorithm. But honestly, <laughs> in all honesty, like no one is paying that soup that much attention and you're right you don't want to be following all of the coaches if you're a coach or all the social media managers if you're a social media manager or all the virtual assistants just picking those people that are like you you need in your life because they do inspire you and they are those expanders for you but everyone else you can mute them and just you get to customize your online experience like that's the best thing about business is that you get to choose all of these things. You get to choose the content you put out there. You get to choose who you follow, who you engage with, who's in your community. You get to choose all of this stuff. It's not like you're in in a corporate job and you've got to work with people that you don't really like. Like Mm. you get to choose these things. So just really being intentional with how you spend your time online as well and who you're uh, spending time following and engaging with. That's such a powerful reminder. I think sometimes we can forget that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just such an empowering thing. And it's like, actually, it's your responsibility and you can change it. So yeah, if you're not loving it, then maybe yeah. there's the opportunity, there's the nudge to, to go have a little nosy around it, who you're following and, and yeah, what you want it to look like instead. Love yeah. it. A hundred percent. I even uh, deleted Instagram off my phone um, for a period of time just to kind of take a break and kind of just discover myself without Instagram on my phone, always reaching for it. And Mm. you're allowed to do those things like, and the world won't end if you don't post on social media today, or if you don't show up online today, your business, like the way you build your business is that it's not always reliant on social media that's the the best thing I can advise you to do is to build it so that it's not so heavily reliant on social media so that if you take breaks it's okay you're human you're allowed to do that you don't have to be online 24 7 so again it's just coming back to like what do I want content creation in my business to look like how do I want it to make me feel and how do I want to you know 
make my ideal clients feel as well. Mm, beautiful. Yes. Another, another powerful, like real tangible, practical thing that we can do. And maybe if, if we're getting stuck in like, who am I as, as the business owner that you are, whatever service or, or product you're into and yeah, coming back to your authentic voice. Yeah. yeah I love it. Definitely. Amazing. Amazing. So actually that leads us nicely on to the next question. So how do we create content that's authentic to us and really aligned to our business, our brand, our offers, et cetera? Yeah. Love to hear your, your take on this. So I think what I teach my clients to do is it's kind of like a blend of the most important thing when you're creating content is actually who you're creating content for. So it's your ideal clients, your soulmate clients, your potential clients or customers, the people you want to buy from you. That's who you're creating content for. So at the end of the day, that's the most important thing to focus on is like how am I showing up and making their life better? How am I teaching them something new? How am I having that impact on their life? And that should be your first focus always like just you know when you're thinking about what kind of content to create it's like well what would be valuable for my community to know from me what do they need to know from me what do I need to tell them about myself so that they trust me to buy from me so that they you know so that they like with me so to build those connections so really getting clear on you know the people that you want to serve that you want to have impact on And then from there, then you think about yourself and you think about, okay, well, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to talk about 24 seven? Um, What do I, what is my, you know, area of expertise that I want to share with, you know, my community. And when you focus on that first and foremost, like who you're creating content and like, also, you know, what's your unique blend of magic and you bring them together, that's when your content performs well. That's when your business, like, is successful. Um, and I think it's easy in the online space to get caught up in things like uh, hashtags and, you know, trending audios and I need to be on reels and I need to do this. But no, actually, you need to focus on, you know, that person, that one person you're creating content for and your unique blend of magic and sharing that. And then your content's going to perform well, regardless if you use 30 hashtags, regardless if you use trending audios. And at the end of the day, that'll translate into clients. So I think they're the two biggest focuses, but I know that a lot of people don't focus on those things first. So it's just really the most important thing about creating content is those two things. And instead coming from like, what do I want to share or what's important to me or something or other, which I think is sometimes nice to do from time to time. And, you know, if you, especially if you're a personal brand, but yeah, you're so right. How can I be of service to my ideal clients or my people and add value essentially? And then, yeah, how do you yeah. want to do it? Look, you'll soon find out that people actually do want to hear about you. And that's always an important element because, you know, people buy from people. So there's yes. no getting around saying, well, like I am going to water myself down completely and I'm only just going to focus completely on them because 
at the end of the day, they're going to buy from you, the human. And so they want to see someone who they know that they like and they trust when they buy. Because if I think about the people that I buy from online, the coaches that I work with, the businesses that I buy from, a lot of the time it's a lot to do with the person, Mm. uh, not just what they can do for me. Totally. Um, And when you have that connection, um, it's just super, super powerful. So I think that it's easy to like kind of not want to talk about yourself or shy away from that, but it's equally as important because as you're talking about being authentic is like, it's a bit hard if you're not being yourself, if you are, yeah, trying to be someone else or trying to be like that other coach that you're following, then you're not really being authentically you. And then those people will be able to tell and that it's just mm. it's not going to be in alignment so mm. it's it, they're both equally as important and something that I always ask myself um when I'm sharing any kind of content like if I was uh, sharing something about myself is like will this be relevant helpful useful valuable to my ideal client so it's like you put that lens or that question over everything that you're putting out there just so you know that it ticks those boxes and you're like cool this is good I'm not just sharing this for the sake of sharing pictures like about my dog you know people genuinely like seeing Ned Ned posts Ned content so I give them the people what they want and (laughs) that's that's why I have a lot of dog stuff is because it performs well so people like it so that's what I do absolutely but also like I feel like Ned and, you know, you just have to look at your social media and your website and all of your content and stuff. What you do is that Ned is a huge part of your brand and your business, right? And obviously your life as a human, which is really cool. So, I mean, it, it's it's totally on brand. Like I said at the start of our call, I, would, I feel like I want to tell the story because <laughs> obviously the podcast listeners can't see this, but we're doing this on Zoom, right? And he just pops up and says hi when we're first like, welcome each other into the zoom room and it's just just so cool and I was like it's so on brand but yet like it it is authentic it's aligned and it's like not something that it's forced or anything it's just a part of you and your life and your business and it's really cool that that then translates to yeah your content and how you show up in the real world as well and if I just think that's huge and if we take that kind of point and think about it if you were showing up inauthentically online or it wasn't something wasn't quite matching up. Can you imagine if someone like came in to work with you? Let's say you're a coach or you're doing one-to-one something or other, a service. And like, can you imagine if like they got on these calls and they're like, but I thought I was getting this other version of you. Like what, like who is this person? Like, can you imagine how weird that would be? And also from a business standpoint, that really probably wouldn't be a wouldn't be such a good thing because they're not getting what they thought they were getting. And you're not going to then like create those raving fans and referrals and returning clients, etc. So just like hugely important to be authentic online. It it honestly it makes your life so much easier as well. Yes. I'm I'm very big about making content creation and business as simple as and fun as possible. And if I get to show up every day and talk about my dog, I mean, I'll happily do that. Like we could record a whole <laughs> podcast about why my dog or like why dogs are the greatest. And like, I love it. and it's easy for me and it's fun for me as well to incorporate that. So that's why it's important to have your like 
unique blend of magic in there to Mm. make it fun for you because I find content creation fun because of, you know, how I've incorporated my authentic voice into that. And you're totally right. If people were expecting a different version of Taryn when they showed up and, you know, they got me and usually I'm wearing like some kind of um, shirt or jumper, which has like a catchphrase about a dog, like tell your dog I say hi or something like that. (laughs) People would be like, who is this person? I wasn't expecting this. And like you said, it it just got, is going to impact my business because I'm trying to be something I'm not. I'm trying to be someone else rather yeah. than just being me. But being me is the easiest thing I can do. I have fun doing it and it makes showing up in my business so much easier as well. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And if there's any like fears, mindset blocks, in a work that we need to do around like really embracing who you are and sharing that online, then yeah, send us a DM. Let's talk about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, amazing. So what do you think is, I want to say missing from some content that you've seen online or what are some of the ways that we can really elevate our content essentially? So I think, I mean, we've talked about this already, but the big thing is like, I want to be able to read content and to feel something like I want to know that you wrote it. I want to know, I want to be able to read something and be like, oh my God, it's so clear that Taryn wrote that. Like there's no doubt that she wrote that. I want to know what you think about things, not what everyone else has said. And it's the same thing, copy and paste. I want to know what you really think about the, you know, what's happening in your in your industry or like happening in business, your take on things. So again, not watering yourself down, not deleting all traces of personality out of your content, because as we talked about, there's a lot of people online, there's a lot of content out there. And I see a lot of content that frankly bores me because it's the same thing recycled and people recycle it because they think, oh, this is is what is going to perform well but you know you've got to stand out you actually have to make a stand for something or you have to put your claim on something if you want to stand out the way to stand out is not to do you know create anything vanilla or like everyone else is doing so I think just putting your unique spin on things and really also this comes back to knowing who you're creating content for and being really specific and giving specific examples so that someone can read that, your ideal client can read that and be like, oh, it's like you're in my head. It's like you get me, you understand me. And, you know, for example, so if you're saying like sign up for my coaching series and I'll help you feel better, so maybe you're a health coach, but like, well, feel better. Of course, everyone wants to feel better, but specifically in my life, what does that look like? So it's like, I want to feel excited about the day ahead. I want to jump out of bed to go and like spend time with my kids or my dog or like specifically, what does that look like? What's in it for your ideal client? So don't make it generic and vanilla. Give really specific examples so that someone can actually picture themselves in that post or in that email or like you're in their head and you just understand them the best. And that's when you do that. And when 
people feel like you give a shit about them or you understand them, that's when they're like, I really want to work with you. Yes, absolutely. And then so the other missing puzzle piece in that is just like getting super clear on who your ideal client is, right? And just really speaking their language, talking to their pain points, understanding them, getting into their mind, like you say. You're so right. And I I guess I kind of want to, I would love to sort of hear, if you don't mind sharing, how you come up with content and like, how does that look for you on a day-to-day basis or a week to week basis rather? I'm assuming you batch content, but um, you know, do you have any tips around, yeah, how to come up with these ideas or like, do you have yeah any wisdom that you wanted to share there? Well, I'll, I'll share a secret. I actually don't batch c- create my content. Oh my I, goodness. I so <laughs> thought you were going to say you were batching it. <laughs> when I started, I did. And I found that worked for me, but I have such a like strong strategy and I know my ideal clients so well. I know myself so well Yeah. that for me, I can do these things in the moment. So If you don't have a strategy and you don't know why you're creating content or who you're creating content for, or you're not really sure about your authentic voice, then I think that batching and kind of having some kind of strategy behind it is really super important. Mm -hmm. But for me, I kind of more am more in the energy of like how I'm feeling in that moment. I'm really... I'm really tapped into my ideal clients and how they're feeling, what they're struggling with. Um, And that's simply because I ask them regularly, like whether that looks like putting polls on my stories or asking questions in my stories or like having conversations with people or people telling me like, I feel this way about business and someone else tells me that. And then someone else tells me that as well. I'm like, well, okay, there's a pattern here. I want to speak on this. I want to share my version of this. So for me, that looks like just having conversations with people, asking people how they're going and like genuinely caring and then creating something that's going to help them. So you know, just putting out those posts, the, the polls on stories and getting people to ask me questions and paying attention to what's happening online. Like it, I, I honestly think that listening is one of the most underrated skills that you can have and is to really listen to what people are telling you. Like what are they sharing online? What are other business owners sharing online? Can you help them with anything that they've shared that they're struggling with? Um, and then just creating content based on that um I think for me um so everything I do is based off the yeah what I see online what I'm having conversations with my clients it's like things that I'm experiencing myself and then just turning that into lessons um or adding value or teaching people something new and honestly it really is as simple as that like I have my podcast and that comes out weekly Um, And all of those topics there are literally the same thing as like, what are people asking me about? What are people struggling with? What are people, what content that I put out there that people love? Um, So I repurpose that into, you know, podcast episodes. So, I mean, pretty much it's literally just what people tell me. It's just me listening and creating content for them. So that's why I said is just knowing that person and being really clear on that is will make you never run out of content ideas like ever yeah yeah absolutely I love how it can be so simple how you've 
literally shared it like and you're so right we can get out all up in our head about like creating the perfect post or the perfect piece of content or whatever and actually yeah just what do the people need what are the common themes that are coming through and I think there's like some real good value in like doing more of the doing and I often say that in the early stages of your business is like the more you can hone your skills and the more you can be in it and doing it and and talking with your people and building those relationships, the better, because it's literally going to give you so much valuable feedback there um, and and just refining or honing your skills, but also your niche and your ideal clients and your message, et cetera. So yeah, Yeah. there's so much in that. So if you're starting out in business and you're like, you know, wanting to create content and have a process around it to make your life easier. These are the things that I'd recommend is having like an Asana board or even a Google doc where literally, or a notes on your phone, when you get inspiration, when you get an idea, if you've had a conversation, if you've seen a post, if like me, I'm driving to get my coffee and I get a hit of inspiration and I need to, when I get to the coffee shop, write down that thought, um, and putting it somewhere and stockpiling those ideas um, for the times where you aren't quite feeling inspired or you don't know what to post, you're going to have a list of things that you can create um, for you and having some kind of um, process around that and you just map it out in Asana and just having that stockpile of ideas. Um, Checking your insights in Instagram or like um, your emails if you send out emails what are the ones that get the highest open rates what get the best click through rates um, on instagram what are your most commented on posts saved posts shared posts um, anything like that and then being like what was the topic can i like replicate that again and again and again because chances are if it performed well once it's going to perform well again and when you're starting out you want to be kind of um not throwing stuff at a wall, trying to see what sticks, but sticking to what works. And if something's performed well, okay, how can I do more of that? Uh, How can I, you know, add more value? How can I share more on that topic? And, you know, just noticing patterns and what's happening and taking notes. And like I said, is just being mindful of what's going on around you. Don't just think I've got to do all these things. I've got to post something. I've got to do this. Just take a moment think about it and be intentional with what you're creating and like I said you don't have to post every single day on social media to be visible or to create great impact but if you're creating really high quality content and you're creating it and posting or sharing like three times a week or and you do that consistently amazing that's brilliant like don't go really hot and cold hot and cold just so just finding a way to batch your ideas at least to like monitor what's working and what's not working and then to obviously just like refine that to keep going and to find a frequency that you can do consistently so when people ask me how often should I post on social media I'm gonna say it depends because if you can only commit to three times a week, but you can do that consistently. That's better than you just doing five days a week, then zero for four weeks, and then coming back at, you know, five times a week and doing that. As you can see, you're going to be 
very hot and cold all over the place. And that will kind of reflect in your business, in your sales. So uh, just remembering there's some practical things that you can do in your business when you're starting out. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing those. Really helpful, really practical. Yeah. Just easy to implement stuff that I think is going to yeah create so much more ease for people, especially in the earlier stages when they're finding their feet with us. Yeah. Um, and you're so right. I was like, how have we not got this far into the conversation and not mentioned consistency when we're yeah. talking about content? <laughs> That's so funny. You're so right. Uh, hands down agree there. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been so good. So shall we move into some rapid fire questions? But was there anything else you wanted to share about content, social media, business in general that we haven't got to today? Oh, look, I just think it's just really important to remember that, you know, you have some amazing things to share. Like just tell yourself that. I have I am a magical human who has magical ideas that I want to share with people and do that. And just really believe in yourself and and do that and to do it consistently. I can't believe we haven't spoken about consistency either. It's literally <laughs> one of my business like mottos is that I attribute a lot of my success in my business from the fact that I was consistent is that everything I've mentioned I've done, like I showed up online consistently and I've done that for three years and, you know, as we mentioned earlier, like it's easy to think that I posted once and then this is my business. But in reality, it's been three years of consistently sharing content, of consistently being me, of consistently like building my community and talking with my community that's actually helped me to this point. So just remember that you have magical things to share and don't be afraid to put yourself out there and share it. Um, and I would also actually mention here that um, I know it's easy to be like, well, yeah, but content's your like jam. You're really good at it. It's really easy for you. I'm also an introvert. Like I actually, the thought of showing up online feels very scary and overwhelming for me sometimes, but because I consistently did it, it becomes a lot easier. So I think this all speaks back into doing these things, doing them consistently and it's going to become easier. It's going to become more fun for you. So just remembering that to keep going, to don't give up and just remembering that you've got things that are worth sharing. Yes. Oh, some beautiful nuggets of wisdom in there. Thank you for sharing those. Absolutely. So this leads us on nicely to my next few rapid fire questions. Maybe you've already answered this one. Um, but would love to hear your your thoughts. So what's been one of your biggest lessons in business to date? Uh, I think that for me is there's no one right way to do business. And so mm. it's about finding what works for, for you and your business and just remembering that. Like there is literally no one spell that works for like every single person or, you know, my, the way I create content is going to be different the way you create content because again we're both unique people so just remembering that you know you get to choose how you build your business mm -hmm. you get to choose what offers you create and you get to choose what type of content you share so remembering I've worked with heaps of clients and all different business models and I can tell you 
all of them have had success and they don't follow the same way of doing all of the things. Of course, there's some ways to do things that are going to make your life easier and that do help, but ultimately there is no one one right way to do business. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. Okay, what's one piece of advice you'd tell someone who's in the early stages of their business? Maybe, again, you've already answered this. (laughs) I think it's most importantly um, the advice that I would tell myself Mm. back when I started my business is to believe in myself more, 100%. Like you can learn the strategies, you can learn how to create content, but like if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have that self-belief, Uh, to put yourself out there, to give things a go and to, you know, pick yourself back up when things go wrong because let's be honest, it's business. (laughs) Things are probably going to go wrong. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to find mindset wobbles, all of the things. So just knowing that um, and remembering that when you're starting out to just keep going to keep believing in yourself and, you know, surround yourself with people who like support you, who hold you accountable, who cheer you on and, you know, are there for you when you are having those days. But yeah, just believe in yourself. I think is the thing that I would, um, if I was starting my business is something I would yell at myself, just just (laughs) believe in yourself more. Okay. (laughs) Yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. You're speaking my language. Absolutely. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. Couldn't agree more. Alrighty. If there was one thing, one message or one piece of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? Uh, I, I think that I have touched on this and, and just really, you know, coming down to that belief that you have something valuable to share that, you know, you are enough as you are, you you don't have to try and be like anyone else. Um, and I know that in the online space and when you've, you're faced with all of the examples of, uh, you know, the picture perfect business owner or like that curated idea of what business looks like, it's just remembering coming back to who you are and you don't have to try and be like anyone else to be successful in business. Like I said, I am an introvert. I don't like to leave my house. I love working from home with my dog and I love talking about my dog. I love Harry Potter and I have made, well, I've created a business that plays to those strengths. So, you know, and I just have to show up and be me every single day. I don't have to think about anything else. It's just like, how can I really just share my magic with my community? Um, And as I mentioned, it just makes my life so much easier. So don't feel like you have to be like anyone else um, online. You can be exactly who you are. And there are people out there who will love you for it. You'll be surprised at the people you'll find, your people you'll connect with who are exactly like you or think the same way that you do. Um, so just having the courage to put yourself out there, believe in yourself and just be you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful words. Yes, yes, yes. And I think you're just such a beautiful example of this and you really embody this, I think. I I just 
like when I think of you and, and the more I interact with you and get to know you and build this relationship, the more I see that everything you do is authentic and aligned. And it's so inspiring, like hearing your story of how you've got here, like literally creating the business and the lifestyle that celebrates you, that, that you love, that's authentic and aligned and like, what better? Like, I just think that's so cool. That's like the best and why we often go into business. Right. Um, yeah. Or at least part of the reason. <laughs> yeah. Thank 100%. you. Thank you so much for sharing all of your juicy wisdom and just inspiration, ideas, thoughts. It was just such a good conversation. I've absolutely loved this. And I feel like we could still talk about this for like another hour or so. We <laughs> could. We will round it off there. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again. For uh, Before you go, though, I'd love to hear where the listeners can connect with you. Tell us where you're at online. I spend my most time uh, on Instagram, as most people do. So I'm at the social bolt, which is my handle. Um, and I also have um, a podcast, um, the How I Do Content podcast, and I interview like amazing humans and I speak about all things content, launching, business. Um, so if you're a podcast listener, um, go and check that out. Or if you're more of a DM kind of person on Instagram, um, you'll find me over at The Social Vault. Amazing. Yes, definitely go check out Taryn. She's amazing, as you can clearly see in here today. Uh, we will link all of those beautiful things in the show notes so everyone can go check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.